listening to the Three Peak Strong Podcast. I'm Coach Mel. And I'm Coach Nina. Join us as we embrace the journey of connecting mind, body, and spirit in our community and beyond. And we are back. Welcome to Three Peaks Strong, everyone. I'm Coach Mel. And I'm Coach Nina. Today on the podcast, we are talking about some nutrition myths. Oh, yes. Yes. And so I've pulled Coach Nina in, and and, uh, she has brainstormed some really hot topic myths that we've heard in the fitness industry and the health and wellness industry, just, just in regards, not necessarily just pertinent to CrossFit or Three Peaks, but just mm-hmm. in general. Um, so, but first, I, I want to pause and say, uh, great coaching today. Um, I love being in your class. That workout was a massive fire breather. Um, so uh, I'm glad that you pushed really hard at the end so that I wouldn't have stopped and slowed. So well, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I can always tell, like, no yeah. needs a little extra. <laughs> and you, you know, you're really good about that, so it's good. So, um, Nina, nutrition myths. Um, what is what oh. is the? I guess the what is the number one myth that you most mm. commonly hear, um, or maybe you've heard this year or the last few months, or what? What's because you know it's like a a seasonal stuff, right? It's yes. all the rage and. This is what they're saying now, and this yes. is the fad diet. This worth. This is what works. And um, what are you hearing right now in the fitness industry and health and wellness industry when it comes to <laughs> nutrition? Um, keto, mm. everything. Okay. So uh, I have some thoughts on keto. Okay. And it, they're not very popular, at least according to the current fad. But I do have a caveat to what I believe about keto. So I guess the myth that I've heard from lots of people or that a lot of people are believing because this is popular on social media right Mm -hmm. now is that is if I go keto, I'm going to lose all the weight that I need to lose and it'll fix everything. Okay. So that's, that's the myth is keto will fix everything and Mm. make me lose weight if I follow keto strictly. Now, from what I have seen and talked to lots of people, and I like I interact with a lot of people both in person, online, right? And I have seen people get fantastic results mm-hmm. from keto, but I've also seen some not so fantastic results from keto, and I think it's because of a few different things. Um, and this is where I get so frustrated with it because it's kind of treated as this like it's going to fix everything, mm. but. That's just, it's just a part of it. So, mm-hmm. um, keto, if you don't know, you're in super, um, you eat super low carb. I think it's less than, less than 50 grams of carbs in a day. Some people, I think, shoot lower than that. Mm-hmm. High fat diet, um, protein's kind of moderate there. Now, are we talking like high fat, like high healthy fat? Or are we talking high fat, high whatever? Well, that's the thing. Okay. Is it's just high fat. Gotcha. So, um, and you're aiming for a, the state of ketosis to get your body in there, and that's supposed to help your fat or your body burn your fat and help you lose weight, mm-hmm. which can help. Like, I've seen it happen, but there are a few things to break down with that. One is uh, 
what you said about, you know, high fat in general. Where's that? Um, just high fat, whatever. And that's mm-hmm. what I see a lot of is people thinking if I just eat, you know, a ton of bacon, a ton of cheese, lots of high fat meats, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose weight and keto's great for me, that kind of thing. So there's there's this myth that you can just eat kind of any kind of fat you want and still get the good results that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I tell people is, yeah, keto works. However, when it works, people are usually eating a lot of vegetables mm-hmm. because they're low carb. You can you can tend to eat a whole lot of vegetables and still stay under that 50 grams of fat. Okay. Or I'm sorry, it's 50 grams of carbs per day. Um, and those people are also eating balanced meals. So they're eating, you know, a good amount of protein at each meal. They're eating low carb veggies and they're eating fat at that meal. But then the ones that I've seen do really well, the fats are, they're a better source of fat. It's not just bacon. It's not like Mm. sitting down eating mayonnaise. It's, you know. Oh, that sounds disgusting. I'm sorry. I've, I've seen a lot of keto recipes that are heavy on the mayo. Really? Yes. But, you know. Okay. I, some people love it. Um, I, I like it. I just don't like it that much. But anyway, okay. I digress. Um, hmm. But those fats too are like avocado, um, you know, nuts, mm-hmm. uh, eggs, that kind of thing. So I think there is a really stark contrast between people who do keto and see the results and people that say they're eating keto and then it doesn't work for them. And from questions I've asked those people – um, one, they're eating not the healthiest food. It's, okay. you know, kind of see it as a, as an excuse to splurge on, you know, mm. high fat, not healthy, like deep fried everything. Oh. That's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also if this kind of rolls into the other myth that I see a lot of, which is quantity doesn't matter. Okay. So I'm eating paleo. I can eat as much as I want. I'm eating keto. I can eat as much as I want. Where in reality, car or it's you know thermodynamics, calories in, calories out. Yeah. That is a huge part of it. Yeah. I mean, it's not at that simple for everybody. But if you're if you're eating three thousand calories a day and you're only burning fifteen hundred and you're still gaining weight and you're wondering what's going on, that's that's the big place to check so I see that a lot with keto is you know um I'm eating I'm eating keto I don't understand I'm not losing weight okay well how much are you eating Mm -hmm. do you know like calorie wise what you're doing um and I've seen people able to go up a little bit in calories in a day and still have that high fat and lose weight but it's it's not what a lot of people do so Mm -hmm. I think that's the the biggest myth when it comes to keto is that I just have to eat high fat low carb and I'll lose weight but there Mm -hmm. are a lot of other variables in there Mm -hmm. um that kind of drive me crazy (laughs) no I I I I would agree with you I think that um the thing that I struggle with on any any fad Mm -hmm. or diet is is this sustainable right is, is this going to be sustainable for the long haul? Mm-hmm. Because what I've seen over the last 15 years in the fitness industry um, helping people is, you know, they want the quick fix. Mm-hmm. I mean, my gosh, we all do, right? Yeah, we all, that we would all, be fantastic. We all kind of do. <laughs> um, but 
it's not sustainable for the long haul. Maybe it's not sustainable for the pocketbook. Maybe it's not sustainable for the fact that, um, you know, life happens mm -hmm. and we haven't yet learned how to deal when life happens. Right. So we have more of a behavior issue in relationship to food versus, hey, I'm going to do this quick fix and it's going to change everything or jumpstart me. Mm -hmm. And and I get it, you know, um, when I made, you know, three weeks today, mm -hmm. I made some massive changes because I needed to kind of help my stomach uh, settle down. Uh, it was just kind of cutting pretty much everything out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did it for a duration of time mm -hmm. that I knew, um, and I had a plan going in, and I had a plan for when I was done mm -hmm. and what that's going to look like. And I took notes and I journaled every single day to kind of be like, how is my body handling this? Mm -hmm. um, and how am I handling when stressful things come up? You know, yeah. what is my natural urge and behavior to dealing with this? Yeah. I don't know if people go about that when they do these fads mm -hmm. because like you said, I'm just going to do this and that's going to do everything for me. Right. And that's not the case. Mm -hmm. I mean, what we put in our mouth has a lot to do with Pretty much everything. Yeah. I mean, it, it does. You can't yeah. train yourself out of a bad diet. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it, it's, and, and you know, if we've listened to Ben Bergeon's podcast, I just absolutely love, um, love him. And he talks a lot about, um, you know, the fact that he's tried keto mm -hmm. and he physically can't do that. Yeah. You know, it's not something he can do. Um, and I remember um, years ago when, Golly, I think we were back in Corvallis living and we were on, in college and I had just had Chantana, maybe Gabby, can't remember actually. <laughs> um, but I tried like Adkins. Oh yeah. And like day three on that, um, all I remember is I almost passed out during church. Oh, that's not good. And I felt like, you know, I felt terrible in uh I, I physically yeah. can't do that. My body yeah. can't. Well, your body doesn't like this. fat. No. Like that. No. You can't do much fat. No, I can't physically do a lot of fat. And um, so as soon as as soon as they gave me a saltine cracker, I was like, boom, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go. You know? And so it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. It's not. And I think that's so sad that out there in the media, mm -hmm. um, people are making money off of off of the general public when it comes to this is going to fix everything. Yes. Would you agree? Oh, totally. Because, you know, it does make money. That's, I'm kind of a skeptical person. So whenever yeah. I see something, yeah. I'm like, okay, who's going to benefit from mm -hmm. me doing this? Like if I see something listed for sale, is this really for my own good or who who's behind this pushing it? Yeah. Oh, they're going to make a lot of money if I, if I do this. Let me research that more. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I think there are so many factors behind why why we eat the way we eat. And most people, they don't do delve into that. Mm. It's hard. It's really hard work. And it's a long process. And that kind of stuff doesn't sell. No. You know, could you imagine the Facebook campaign? You're going to have to do a lot of hard work and introspection. You're probably going to get angry. You're going to cry <laughs> a lot. And you're going to dig up feelings you've been trying to bury and, like, get to the bottom of it. Like, 
that who wants to do that? No, that doesn't sell. That sounds horrible. Right. Like, no, I don't want to do that. No. Like, here, just eat like this, and everything will get better. Right. Like, that sounds way, 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 way better. And I mean, right. there are certain people that that thrive on that, that yeah. do really well. That like, if medical certain medical conditions right. do well on that, but um, for the most part, I think it's not it's not the quick fix. Like, same with Atkins. Same with any other like super low fat diets. Mm-hmm. Anything like that. Um, just saying that that's going to be the thing that fixes it mm-hmm. finally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will for some people, but generally no. Right. And actually, there's this nutrition coach I follow who went keto <sighs> for okay. um, I think it was 90 days, but she did it in a way where she journaled everything, how okay. she felt, what she yeah. you know what she did. It was really fascinating because it it did well for her. Okay. Um and she went through the ups and downs and um just so that she could get a better understanding as a nutrition coach of, you know, how to do this. But still lots of looking at why she does things and how she feels and I think that that's not typically sold when no. when you do keto. No. No. That's what's missing. And did she do the, you know, crazy high bad fats or did she no, no. just focus on a healthy fat? It was fat? very healthy. Like she showed pictures of her plates every day. Um, very like healthy foods. Yeah. Like her fats were usually avocado or maybe a piece of beef every once in a while, but mostly nuts, some cheeses, mm-hmm. nothing, um, nothing deep fried. No, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's my biggest pet peeve when it comes to keto is just the way that it's marketed. That mm-hmm. you can just eat as much fat as you want, stay super low carb, and you know you'll have all these benefits. But if you can approach it in a smart way and feel like eating keto feels great for you, then do it. Yeah. But the biggest thing is you know more veggies, eating healthier fats, right. and making sure that you're getting protein with each meal. I mean. Yeah. You know what I've found? It's so interesting. Um, and, and I don't know if it's a myth or if it's just what we think mentally, is that if I eat like this, this is gonna, you know, this is gonna be how I can eat forever, Yeah. right? And this is, this is gonna be, um, this, is, this is gonna work for it the long term. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed over my course of life is that the things that I was doing in my 20s mm-hmm. don't work now. Like, they don't work yeah. now. Uh, I'm 41, uh, and um, they don't work. Whether it's because of my diet, the way it was when I was younger, mm-hmm. which was very interesting. We may have talked about this before. Oh, yeah. Um, but maybe it was because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's because of my genetics, my ancestral genetics, mm-hmm. which Claude is pretty convinced it is. Um and I have learned that through my life growing up, like what I was eating back then, I can't get away with it. No. So like, you know, you mentioned like I can't eat a lot of fat. My body does not like it. I don't have gallbladder issues. Uh, I still have my gallbladder, thank the Lord. But um, <laughs> like it just doesn't do well. But my body doesn't also like stress. Right. <laughs> it doesn't handle that well. Um, my body loves sleep. So I've learned all of these things that I have to be on top of. And it's still a lot of freaking work when it comes to, you know, my food that I can put in my mouth. I mean, I just finished cauliflower rice and tuna. Yeah. And it's delicious and I love it. Um, 
but I'm still learning. Right. I'm I'm still learning, and and so um, you know, and I you know I will message you, you know, like oh my goodness, this is going on. What the heck? <laughs> so so like I'm saying this, guys, because we need. We need we need resources and we need people that we trust in our life mm-hmm. to reach out to and say, hey, this is going on, and I do that with Nina. Um, and the reason I don't go to a healthcare professional and and do that is because they're not dietitians. Yeah. Um, they don't necessarily. Um, I did go once and they gave me the FODMAP, and mm-hmm. and they helped me with that, but. Um, I'm kind of stubborn when it comes to, you know, what? going out there and, <laughs> and asking for help. So, um, but mm-hmm. I, I know that I can, I know I can reach out to you and, mm-hmm. and say, hey, what do you think about this? Because you do have a lot of experience when it comes to nutrition, a lot of ideas, and then you kind of help m- me even mm-hmm. get put back on track. So oh, she, she's okay. a, she's, she's a, she's the gal when it comes to nutrition. What, um. What so what works then? You know, you have somebody listening to this and they're like, "Well, okay, you just told me that keto sucks. We didn't actually. No. We're not saying keto sucks. We're not. We're not dogging anything. Uh, we're not saying anything. I, I have my own opinions, just like Nina, uh, <laughs> on certain things. But um, there are some pretty, you know, people out there are probably pretty desperate to be like, well, what is going to work? What is going to be the thing that's going to help me then? Yeah. If you're saying this doesn't work, or maybe I've tried, you know, I've tried intermittent fasting. I've tried this, I've tried that. And I can't keep it up long term. Like what, what works then? That is like the million dollar question. Really? Mm -hmm. Um, I remember feeling that way myself, like, Desperate. I'm never going to lose this weight. I'm going to be overweight forever. And then I finally just did what I heard over and over and over again. And that was eat more veggies, eat a balanced meal, eat balanced meals, make sure you're getting enough protein. And then also um, to lose weight, you've got to be in a calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. It's... Like when, as soon as I figure that out, like even now I, like I've transitioned to this point where I'm like, oh, I feel kind of like I've put on some fat. I just need to switch things up for like a week or two and it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But getting from where I used to be to this point has been like quite the process. But the biggest thing was accepting that there's no secret pill. Mm -hmm. There's no like secret diet. All the diets that I have seen work are a heavy emphasis on vegetables protein with each meal and then healthy fats with each meal it's it's not rocket science right i mean there are some people that need a little extra help but for the most part we just eat too much yes we do like i like i yes. it's so easy it's just so easy to to eat too much our servings are huge oh my gosh our food has like so much stuff added to it the calories i mean there's just so much so reading nutrition facts knowing what you're what you're putting into your body um one of the myths that i thought of was you just need to eat intuitively and diets are bad um because i hear i hear two mm. different sides i okay. hear like you need to be in a calorie deficit to yeah. lose weight but then i hear also well you need to just learn to eat intuitively listen to your body um and i have to say that for me, I can eat intuitively now right. to a point because 
I had spent the last three years teaching myself how to eat and it started with a calorie deficit. It started with becoming aware of what I was putting in my body by tracking my food. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I read this really interesting book a few years ago, and it was called Bringing Up Bebe, and it's this woman mm-hmm. in France who had her children in France. She wasn't French, um, but she was living there. And the French teach their kids how to eat from an early age, like huh. literally teach them how to eat slowly, how to, you know, savor their food, um, how to do portion sizes in a way that isn't crazy. Like, adults there don't snack at all. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And sometimes they'll have, like, an appetizer, but they don't mm-hmm. snack. Kids have one snack, and that's between in the afternoon after school. And that's it. Obesity rates there are crazy low. And even going to visit France, I was like, wow, like, you order something and you get – a tidy amount versus here where you order something and like whole country is like supersize everything you know yeah big portions big portions but there from an early early age you learn how to listen to your body mm. you earn how to eat small amounts and it's just kind of ingrained whereas here we don't have that we no. nobody like interesting I don't know many parents if any who specifically taught their kids from a young age okay here's how we pair foods together to make sure that it's balanced here's you know stop when you're full here like it just doesn't happen here yeah um so I had to learn how to eat which as a you know 30 something mm. year old woman I am teaching myself how to eat I had to teach myself you know how much calories basically were in a meal that I was eating how to eat balanced how to not overeat Mm because for me I can just I can binge like nobody's Mm. business I remember being really small people saying where's that all going like I must have a hollow leg or something but I can eat and eat and eat um so intuitive eating for me was not wasn't gonna work like I didn't I didn't know how to eat I just you know I'm hungry oh I'm gonna eat a bag of Sour Patch Kids or I'm hungry I'm gonna eat this whole you know potato and a little tiny bit of chicken but no veggies so I think that eating intuitively once you get to that point where eating for you like you know you've built the habits so like for you you go out you eat and you automatically order, you know, vegetables, you get meat, you don't get all that extra stuff mm-hmm. that goes with it because you've learned how to eat yeah. so that you don't have to be, like, counting everything every time you right. eat. It's something that you've learned over time, how to listen to your body and eat intuitively. That's why you're eating the way you're eating now is right. because you've learned all of this, you've gone through it. So I think you can eat intuitively, but first you have to actually learn how to do yeah, that and what that absolutely. looks like. So it's, uh, I think diets have their place, especially yeah. if you're in that spot where, you know, you, you just don't know what you're eating. You don't know how much you're eating. You're not sure how to balance your, your meals. Like it's hard to eat intuitively then mm-hmm. because then you just kind of go with, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not based on any kind of habit yeah. or, or informed decision. It's just kind of, mm. meh. Pop-tarts sound good. Which, that was me. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. My intuitive mm. eating used to be like that. Pop-tarts, potato chips. It was, yeah. And you probably had to learn that, hmm, if my body is 
thinking that that's what I need to be eating, mm -hmm. maybe I'm actually needing something else and it's trying to yell and scream as loud as it can, yeah. feed me this, whether it's um, number one is, you know, I'm thirsty and my mm -hmm. body is craving fluid and I'm just going to just keep eating. Eat. Yeah. Um, so that's a number that's a number one issue I see for myself and for the general public. And then it's it's um, if we're craving, you know, like you know, women on their um, their uh, fun time of the month, we have these cravings, um, and where when we have um, stress, we can have you know cravings and things like that, and mm -hmm. we don't have a plan in action to how to deal with it. Right. We don't have a plan ahead of time to go, this is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going to battle it. You know, I was talking to um, a couple of clients that are doing the Todd Beamer run this weekend, uh, or, you know, on, on 4th of July, and they were like, Mel, the night before the run, what do we eat? Uh -huh. Right? This is their very first race. We're not calling it a race. We're calling it a workout. Yeah, that's good. Because race <laughs> is kind of scary. And they were like, what do we eat? Um, we're going to be at a baseball game the night before the race. Mm. And I was like, that's oh, tricky. no, <laughs> that sucks, really sucks. So, you know, I gave them my recommendations as simple as I could because mm -hmm. they both have young children and they're working mamas and they're trying to figure this out. And I'm like, listen, you know, you're going to be in Bend uh, Costco's right there. Oh, I gotta go to Costco anyways. I'm like, yeah. perfect. Um, you need some protein. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna need some veggies. Maybe some fruit. Like, that's it, Mel? Yeah, that's what I want you to get. Yeah. And if you're looking at, you know, Costco has those, um, they're actually not that bad. They're about 100 calories a stick, but they're chicken uh, in the refrigerator oh, I keep hearing about these. They're chicken. They're about that long. Seriously, like about a foot long. Wow. For one, 100 calories, and it's chicken. Um, and they're um, they're actually it's got a like a very balanced. There's not mm -hmm. a bunch of nitrates in it, and and um, I was pretty impressed. Cool. Didn't do too much to my stomach when I ate one, <laughs> but when you eat the whole bag, yeah, don't eat the whole bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not wise. Um, and so I just you know that's a good alternative. Plus, it makes you feel like you're eating. You know, you're eating... It's like a pepperoni steak. Yeah, it's like that, but it's, but it's not. It's not going to hit you the same way. No, and, and it's going to be able to get some good protein in there. Um, unless you want to dig out that rotisserie chicken from Costco. Oh so my gosh, I love that. It, it's just <laughs> making that choice ahead of time that, you know, you're going to do something, but not making it so dang difficult. Yeah, it really doesn't have to be that we hard. We don't. I guess that's another good myth to cover. Healthy eating is hard. And yeah. it doesn't no. have to be. No. Even, I remember going gluten-free and people saying, well, I want to invite you over for dinner, but you eat so healthy, I just don't know what I would make. Oh. And I was like, oh, well, I like meat and veggies. Like, I wasn't, I was confused because yeah. for me, like, I've, like, simplify should be my middle name because mm -hmm. I've all, I'm like, how can yeah. I simplify this and yeah. make it easier? Because for me, like, if it's not simple, it's not sustainable. And if it's Amen. not sustainable, like, what's the point? Right. Like, I have been saying that for 10 plus years now. Yeah. Because it has to be simple. So yeah. for me, I was just like, oh, if I'm if I'm gluten-free, I can just eat meat and veggies. And, you know, maybe some rice or potatoes. Like, no big deal. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that was, you know, after years of research and implementing yes. and doing that. So I think that seems to be um, 
a main sticking point is, is I, I don't know how to eat healthy mm-hmm. and I need recipes and all that. I personally, you give me a meal plan and I rebel. Mm. You think you're going to tell me what to eat? <laughs> Excuse me? No. No. Oh, Nina. I, I do. I have, I have authority issues, <laughs> um, especially with meal plans. But no, it does not, like, if you can learn to eat, like a little, like a template. I guess that's yeah. how I approach meals. Like yeah. a template. I need, yeah. I need half my plate to be veggies. I need a quarter of it to be protein, and I need a quarter of it to be like a starchier veggie or like rice or potatoes. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be that hard. You can grill some chicken. You can rotisserie chicken. You can roast it. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do make it very complicated. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is social media mm-hmm. because a lot of the things that you see people advertise as somebody who's been in that space, mm-hmm. you know, working on the other side of it, it's all marketing to get you to buy their program yep. or their meal plan. So they want you to think that a meal plan is necessary to mm-hmm. succeed and eat healthy, but really all they're doing is taking those food, that template, and plugging food in. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, sorry. It's just, like, mark, mark, nutrition marketing background to seeing, like, that other yeah. side. Like, anytime yeah. I see something yeah. advertised, I'm like, I know what you're trying to do, and I bet you you're trying to sell me a membership, um, a meal plan, or some kind of combination thereof mm-hmm. to get me in, to make me think I need this to be right. successful. So I'm skeptical. I Well, <laughs> and, and as we should be, I mean – reality is this you know we uh, we do have our nutrition program here and this isn't a, a sales pitch for that but we have that simply to help it become a sustainable practice for um, people to be able to learn yeah to learn yeah. Um, all the stuff that we have learned the hard way mind you oh I my mean, gosh it, uh, we, we we don't do things we easy didn't have this help and I think that's some people do need the help yeah um, and some people need a lot of hand-holding, and that's, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, and not everybody is ready for major changes at once. No. You know, we're, we can only take in so much. And so we've experienced life, and we've kind of had experience uh, that, that, that we can share. And that's, that's yeah. why we have a nutrition program here at, at Three Peaks. Um, that's why... We want to help people make behavioral and lifestyle changes that are sustainable mm-hmm. for the long haul. Yes. And the easier, the better. Yes. Because if it, if you look at it and say, oh, that's easy, I can do that, good. Like, let's, let's yes. make that a thing every single day yes. to the point where it's not something you think about anymore. Yeah. You know, if it's super hard, yeah, I might stick to it for a few weeks or a month, but then you let it go. I mean, what good is that? Right. If you just go right back to what you were doing whereas if every day I'm just trying to get a cup of veggies in today that's it I'm just getting a cup of vegetables Mm -hmm. in when before maybe you'd do that every you know every few days Mm -hmm. okay cool you've done that for a month let's do that cup of veggies and we'll either add some more veggies or you know focus on your water like yeah so I think um it doesn't have to be hard it's just it's hard to sell you something if you think it's going to be easy yeah. And that's where a lot of people, you know, everything we're exposed to is, Boy, I just, so true. I just want to sell you this. I want to make it as hard as possible. 
or seem as hard as possible so you buy my solution. And yeah. when really most people just need to learn how to eat. That's it. We just need to learn how to eat and have somebody there to say, yeah, you're doing great. Or, oh, okay, I've got more ideas for you. Let's adjust. I think that was yeah. the, the best thing for me is having somebody to be like, okay, let's try something else. Yeah. You know, not, that's it. <laughs> be because it's not one size fits all. No. It is not. And so when you have that accountability and you have that, that person that you check in with weekly or bi-week, you know, bi-weekly, bi-monthly, mm -hmm. um, and you're able to show them, like, this is what I'm doing, and we check biometrics and we say, you know, like, okay, well, this happened in my life, or how's my sleep, or how's my water, or how's my stress level? Yeah. None of that has anything to do with the stuff we put in our mouth, but that has a huge impact on what we actually will put in our exactly. mouth. Exactly. All of that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's like, all right, so if I go through this life on my own, mm -hmm. I'm going to have a really difficult time, which I did. Yeah. Uh, and you did. So so we have this opportunity to kind of, I don't know, stand with people and, yeah. and encourage them along the way to maybe make those one-degree changes that are going to sustain the rest of their life, not just the, hey, this is the neatest, you know, fad and it's going to help or do this cleanse and that's going to make the biggest deal. And, yeah. you know, um, it, I, I don't think that's a long-term fix. No. I just don't. It really um, it works for a little bit usually, and then you just go right back because you don't be address the behaviors and figure out yeah. little things that can actually work for you long term. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Any other myths that, that jump out at you? Um, oh, I last one I think um, where you said it's paleo, so I can eat it, mm. or it's organic, so it's mm. okay. Um, we have thoughts on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've heard this for a long time, and and I, I have even, uh, like I have even like especially when it comes to your stinking cookies. Oh yeah. Oh my cookies. gosh, I'll be like, well, these are paleo, so I can. <laughs> and I'm like, I know the macros and how many calories in that. Don't eat a lot of them. <laughs> but that is what again. It goes back to what's out there. Yeah. It's paleo, or it's keto, or it's whatever yeah. it is. It's organic. It's gluten-free. Yeah, it's, eat it. It's okay. It's, Claude says this. He goes, he gets so mad because he's like, it says it's gluten-free, but it doesn't say it's sugar-free. Yeah. It And it doesn't say it's, you know, it doesn't look at what else is in there. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the problem. Like, yes, you have this, you know, it's gluten-free, I can eat it. Yeah. It's sugar-free, I can eat it. Well, what other chemicals are in there to make it sugar-free? Because it's got to be sweet for some reason. Yeah. Right? Or it's organic, it's okay. Organic crap is still crap. It's still crap. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Organic Twinkie, an organic Twinkie. Is that even such a thing? I know organic Oreos are. What well, the they're heck? knockoffs. But an yeah. organic Oreo? Yeah, Newton's own organic Oreo. Well, organic sandwich it, cookies. What makes it? All the ingredients are organic, so it's okay. Are you kidding me? No, not even. An organic bit. Oreo? Yeah. Neat. Ian, ha Ian had to have found it. Oh, no, he doesn't want that. He wants the real The real? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Organic Oreos. Now, that's one I need to come out of the woods, apparently. Yeah. Holy if cow. It, yeah, check the natural section of most grocery stores, and it's just, 
it's just a a slightly healthier version of that thing but what it's still high calorie it's still high sugar I mean, your body doesn't look at it and say, oh, it's organic sugar, so I'm not going to treat it the same right. way as I do normal yeah. sugar. Yeah. It's still, like, your body's like, hey, sugar, that's it. And I think that's that's a common myth as well. People yeah. people go, oh, it's made with honey. Yeah. Oh, it's made with this. It's made with that. Yeah. So I can eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, sugar is sugar to your body. Your body, your, body your doesn't, liver doesn't <laughs> yeah. dis- distinguish, oh, this is just honey. Yeah. I'm not going to store yeah, or oh, no. it's agave nectar, so I'm just gonna let this go. Like, no. no. <laughs> I mean, honey. The the biggest thing about honey is still sweetener. Like, if your body's still gonna do that, you're gonna get some extra minerals with it. Yes. So it's not, you know, yeah. it's not nutrient deficient, but it's still gonna spike your blood sugar if you yes. eat a lot of it. I mean, it's still gonna cause inflammation potentially. It's still gonna do the things to your body that the other stuff is. Yeah. It's just. You're just going to pay more for it. Right. So it's not as cheap. <laughs> no. And paleo things or gluten-free things or all of that stuff, it is more expensive. Like, it, it is. is more expensive. And, uh, you know, I, uh, when I've I've done, you know, I've done paleo. Mm. I, did, I did it actually really long term. Excuse me. And um, I liked the idea of being able to have something that was a, a baked good. Yes. But it doesn't mean that I ate the whole dang thing. Right. And if you truly are using the things that you learn in behavior changes, mm-hmm. um, eating slowly, um, focusing on, um, focusing on, uh, you know, making sure that you're balanced throughout the day with your other eating, yeah. which is important. Um, yeah, you can have a slice of paleo cake or whatever, yeah. right? But it's not the I'm going to eat the whole thing. Because mm-hmm. if you're eating slow enough mm-hmm. and you're not like throwing it in your mouth because you have starved yourself all day long and you're dying for food, yeah, um, you're gonna notice that paleo food is very heavy and mm-hmm. rich, um, especially the cake that I make, uh, <laughs> a paleo mm, chocolate, chocolate cake. It's very good. Um, but eating it slowly, you're gonna let your body is gonna go. Yeah, that's plenty. That's yes. enough for me. Yes. Um, and it, you can listen to that. But if you're going to eat the empty stuff um, and you're going to eat it fast and you're going to go, well, I'm not going to eat all day just so I can have this, you're going to keep eating a lot of you that. Are. And then it's all going to hit you at once. And then and it's gonna in my experience, really bad. then I feel really terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's, there's that to keep in mind. You know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I don't like paleo. Yeah. I just don't like the way it's used. Right. I don't like the way these diets and fads are used. And mm-hmm. some people do really, really well on paleo mm-hmm. and can have the discipline um, to eat smart yeah. and not just go, it's paleo, so I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Um, there's uh, some paleo pancake mix at Costco. Oh, yes. And it's very good. It is. But it doesn't mean I can eat... Um, Six pancakes. No, really. I've tracked it. I got some, and it's more like two very small pancakes. Yeah. It's if I want to stay within where I want to eat right. for the day. Yeah. Um, where you want to eat for the day, caloric and macronutrient yes. wise. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all in uh, paying attention and being mm-hmm. aware mm-hmm. of of what you're eating 
how mm-hmm. you're eating. Mostly it's behavior. It, it really does <laughs> boil it down to behavior. Yeah. And we make these decisions and these quick fix decisions because of behavior. Yes. So so what's a good step for somebody that um, is listening to this and they're like, apparently it's in my behavior. How can they make that first step into like something they can do at home Yeah. Um, that's a, an action step, whether it's, yeah, what are your thoughts? Um, my biggest thing, and this, I don't know if I got it from, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever, but awareness is the mm. first step. Okay. No matter what you're doing, just having that awareness of, oh, I think I think I need to make some changes. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to know what needs to change if you don't know what needs to change. If you have no idea what's going on, you need awareness first. Right. So something I typically recommend is just to keep track of what you eat for a week yeah um you can do that in a food journal you know pen and paper I prefer my fitness pal just so that you can get like a breakdown of holy cow that actually is a lot of calories or you know that handful of almonds I ate was like a thousand calories so um and not not doing it to be like oh I need to eat a certain amount or anything like that I just like for people to have an idea of what they're doing because then it helps them to see, oh, maybe I maybe I should make a change. Um, because if, if you came into me and I was just like, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to do this, 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 and this. And you don't know how you're eating. I mean, it's really easy to be like, I don't need to do that. I eat fine. Because most people, mm-hmm. almost everybody, I eat fine. I don't eat much sugar. I don't do this. Like in our minds, and I do this too, mm-hmm. we're fine. We eat yeah. perfectly yeah. healthy. But once yeah. you plug it into an app, it's like, ooh, I sn- like I snack a lot, or yeah. I will take little bites, or um, you you measure out your food, and what you thought was an ounce of cheese is actually three ounces of cheese, and you've tripled your calorie intake without even realizing it. Right. So I recommend um, just keeping track for a week, just so you know what it looks like. Yeah, because then then you can be like oh, man, my water intake is really low. Or, wow, I didn't eat a single vegetable in seven days. Mm. Or, I, like, I eat a lot of calories. Like, that awareness helps you figure out the next step Mm -hmm. so that you know, okay, I need to focus on veggies or water. Or um, maybe you're doing awesome, but you just need, you know, you need to curb your your portion sizes a little bit. Mm -hmm. You're your mat, your you know, your variety is good, but you're just eating a little bit more than you need. So, mm-hmm. um, that's my my one suggestion to start yeah. awareness. Yeah. You need to you need to know what's going on. Right. That's so good that you said that because I think that um, if, and that's going to look different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, some people that you know they're like because I hear it all the time. Yeah, I eat really clean. Yeah, I eat really good. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, let's like write that down yeah let's measure that out a little bit Mm -hmm. and for some people you know tracking with measurements that's the that's pretty overwhelming Mm -hmm. um so writing it down is a good idea to get the quant you know like content like what am i eating yeah um but then i love the measuring i had a nutrition client about last year that when um they were trying to um lose weight Mm -hmm. lose body fat and uh when I had asked this client about, you know, like how much 
quantity of healthy fat they were putting in their diet, they're like, oh, just, you know, like about a tablespoon of peanut butter. And I was like, about? Mm. Like the question was about? Mm-hmm. And they weren't measuring anything. Ah. Their about turned out to be three times the amount mm. that they thought. Yeah. And when it comes to fats and you're trying to lose weight and cut fat, that's not how you do it. Yeah. If you're trying to mass and put fat on and yeah. put weight on, because yeah. fat has nine calories yes. per gram. I mean, it's more than double proteins right. and carbs. <laughs> so, so you you just tripled that. Yeah. And there there needed to be that. Whoa, a tablespoon, and I've been doing three. Whoa, that's completely different. Uh-huh. So that that initial oh, because that's one thing we can stop. And then the other thing I see is that I just put a little bit of half and half in my coffee, or I just put a little yeah. dash of this in my coffee. Yeah. Well, let's measure it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just that awareness of those little things. Yeah, and that's that's usually what adds up. Oh, mm-hmm. I just have a bite of my kid's dinner, yeah. or a bite of this, and after you, you add it all up, and oh, I've taken in 500 extra calories just throughout the day, just taking little bites of stuff, and I didn't realize it. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And it's not stuff that our body needs i mean our body doesn't need that to function we just yeah probably are deficient on water and yeah. haven't done and a it's good there job and it's easy yeah i'll oh, put that in my mouth exactly so it's all good yeah that's that you know these are great tips um how if somebody is you know they've done that they've logged everything what's the next step for them if they really want to get some help when mm-hmm. it comes to um figuring out what their next step is with nutrition because it's not about you know given a meal plan and, and that's not what we do here. It's not just, here's a meal plan, go do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done those meal plans. I've done those templates. Yeah. And those guys don't know that my body right. can't handle mm-hmm. fat. Like, if I'm going to eat that, I'm not going to feel well. I, I'm not going to. So what's the next step for anyone um, to get the extra help when it comes to accountability? I would just contact me. Okay. Just click a no snack intro. We can get together. I am probably uh, the least salesy person you will yeah. ever meet. So if you're afraid that you're just going to come meet with me and I'm going to sell you stuff, I don't do that. No. I can't. I physically can't. It makes me like sick. Um, but what I will do is if you've taken that log, I'll give you some suggestions. And then if I feel like, you know, working together is going to be in your best interest, I'll recommend it. But it won't hurt my feelings if if you yeah. say no, but I do definitely like to give suggestions because yeah. I'll probably be able to look at it and be like, wow, we need some more veggies or, Hey, have you thought about doing this? Yeah. Um, so just, we could get together and chat and, and talk about it. Yeah. Awareness is number one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then click no snack intro and, uh, come talk to coach Nina. Yeah. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Ah, oh, let's wrap it up. Great, great con- you know, content today, Nina. Thank you so much for uh, You're welcome. Thank you. giving our listeners the the myths and but in a good, nice way. So everything it, it was a nice, nice, gentle, like, hey, we want to help you way. So thank you again. You're welcome. All right. You guys have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Three Peaks Strong Podcast. If you found any of this podcast helpful, we'd love for you to share it with your friends and family and leave us a five-star review. 